Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. And today it's an emotional authority episode. I want to talk specifically about emotional authorities taking imperfect action. So can I take imperfect action as an emotional authority? This is something that has been around me for a little while where I have been kicking this question around seeing the way that people are taking action or not taking action in my world, clients and people that I know that have emotional authority and just watching the behavior. And I wanted to share this with you here because this is a theme that comes up a lot where we are told as entrepreneurs that we need to be taking imperfect action, that we need to be moving fast, that action leads to clarity. And as an emotional authority, we're actually taught that action does not lead to clarity. Clarity comes first. So how confusing is that? And I see that a lot. We just launched the Human Design Lab, which is our monthly membership. And we have this beautiful community of people in there all learning about human design, but more specifically, how to use their human design and start to understand how it operates, understand themselves more deeply and start living in alignment within both their lives and their businesses. If you want information on that, you can go to nicoleano.me forward slash lab and you can check out all of the details there. But this is a program where we're actually teaching you how to use your human design, not just learn about it. Lots of learning, but there's even more action involved. And this is a theme that I've seen come up inside the lab where people can end up not moving. Emotional authorities can have a tendency to vacillate between these two polarities, which is taking action to relieve some emotional state that they're in or not waiting out their wave, which can create chaos because there's so much emotion behind the decision that they're making that it's not from, I'm going to use the term clear headed place. Really, it's a clean energy place, but it's, it, it's really more about that. There can be a heightened sense of, of energy. I want to fix this. I want to change this. I'm so excited about this. I need this to happen that they make a decision from that place and it can create chaos because the emotional system is all about experience It's all about humans having an emotional experience, having an adventure, really diving into life. But when we do that from an emotional place, we can create chaos in our lives and the lives of the people that we are connected to. So I see that that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is I feel so anxious. I feel so scared either from making poor decisions in the past decisions that have not worked out, things that have created chaos, and now I don't want to do that again. Or I'm so afraid because I feel so internally unstable that I don't feel empowered to make a real decision right now. I feel scared. So I'm just going to sit here and wait. And I'm going to 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 wait. Now, in a world where imperfect action is valued 
and people are revered for taking it, this can be really hard, particularly for people who live this emotional life, myself included. I am a 5-1 emotional manifesting generator. And this has definitely been one of my biggest hurdles. And what I have to say to people who are emotional and taking imperfect action, what helps <laughs> and what's important is one, understand that all action for an emotional authority will feel somewhat imperfect. It will probably never feel perfect. Now, I remember when I first heard that, you're only going to feel 70% sure. I have felt quite sure of things. I don't feel devoid of emotion when I make decisions. I don't feel like... I'm 100% sure, and there is no emotional quality that I feel right now. What I do have is I have full clarity that this is the right thing for me, and I feel like I am objective in observing my emotions right now and understanding where I'm at in my wave. And the real key with this is understanding your emotional wave. How does your emotional system work? And this can take time. So this is really the key. When I first started working with this, I was far less sure of the decisions that I was making. So taking imperfect action just felt like I was either waiting a really long time and not making a decision, so staying in inertia, just not moving, or I was taking imperfect action and just getting a lot of lessons that felt really bad for me. Like I was working outside of my process. And that's the real difference with emotional authorities is when we make a decision that's too soon for us, even if the action is right, it feels bad. <laughs> we just don't trust it because we are still in this emotional process. And then it feels like that never ends. So the key with this in the beginning is to wait longer. It is to wait longer and know that over time, you will not have to wait as long. But until you understand what your wave moves like, until you understand the quality of your emotions, how they move and what to expect, what they all feel like, you won't be able to understand whether you have clarity. You don't know what clarity feels like. So there's no way that you can understand how to make a decision. So, the way that this works with taking imperfect action is low stakes things. You can take action. You can get up and work every day. You can write a piece of content. <laughs> get out of your head about that. That's head games. Response, invitations, all of those things will make taking the action easier. But when you're taking action as an emotional authority, play with setting deadlines and dates and things like that way far out in the future. And then give yourself some time because wisdom over time is a keynote of the emotional system. You can take imperfect action. Just don't look to do it tomorrow where there's no turning back, where there's no changing your mind. You have to give yourself flexibility to say that no longer feels aligned for me. And you will see a lot of the emotion that negative oh my God, the stakes are so high, you'll see that dissipate. You'll see that start to not have so much of a hold on you. Because what happens is when you get into that dance with it, when you have that anxiety, 
because that's what the emotions feel like. When that anxiety feels so great and it's so internal, it's like a little volcano in us. When we have that and we don't know how to observe it and we don't know how to let it calm down, it can take over. And it's almost like it becomes part of every decision that we make. So the way that you do this is by starting to observe your wave, starting to understand what it's like, starting to give yourself time for wisdom to come over time. As an emotional authority, you are here to learn patience in decision-making. You are supposed to make people wait. You are supposed to be okay saying, I know I said that before, and that was what we are going to do, but I am no longer doing that. We are doing something else and letting that be okay and not having shame from that. You're here to know yourself deeply in the emotional sense. Now, where we're defined in the chart is where we are the transmitter. We are the source. We are the consistency there where we're open in the chart. We're feeling other people's stuff. Having a defined solar plexus means that you're not here to be wise necessarily about other people's emotions. It doesn't mean that you can't be wise about emotional intelligence. Of course, deal with emotions all the time. You're just going to deal with them differently. But it's imperative that you be an expert in your own emotions. And the way that you do that is by experimenting with this emotional authority. It is by experimenting with your emotional wave, understanding and studying your emotional wave. So you know how it moves. So you know what it feels like when you are in or out of alignment, when you are in a high point or a low point in your wave. That's the name of the game for you. That's going to be step one. And once you get past step one, good news that's half the ball game for you guys. Because once you start to understand that, you become very, very centered in yourself. So this is something that we teach in the lab. This is actually a focus of August for us is going to be on all authorities because we don't just have emotional authorities in the lab, but for emotional authorities, this will be their work is going to be understanding your wave. I want you by the end of the month to be an expert in it. That's just going to be one of the focuses that we have for this month. And because knowing your wave is your power, because if you know your wave, you know yourself, you know your cycle, you know how to make decisions that are correct for you because you're able to be discerning about your emotional state. And before you can do that, Imperfect action is going to feel like chaos and it's going to feel really erratic. And what I see a lot of people do is they bail before the results come. They're not able to fulfill the entirety of the task because the emotions get to be too much and they start to shut down. So how do you have longevity? How do you start to be able to see things through to the end? You enter into it through your strategy and you make a decision to do it from your authority and taking imperfect action. You can take the small action. You can write a piece of content. You can do something small in service to something bigger. It's just a matter of not feeling like you need to do that every single day, all day long, because your emotions are not going to allow you to do that, but you can have greater consistency when you ride the wave rather than flailing around, letting the waves toss you around 
and throw you under the water where you feel like you're drowning. If you think about that, the energy it takes for someone who dives into the water and gets thrown around by really rough waves and they're fighting it the entire time and they nearly drown, by the time you get onto the sand, you're going to be pretty spent versus if you were surfing and you know how to surf <laughs> and you're a decent surfer. Um, surfing is certainly exerting and it's physically demanding, but it's also fun. It's also an experience. It is also something that people look at you and they say, oh, how do you do that? That's so cool. It's a sport. It's fun. And when they get done, they feel good. They feel invigorated, not drained. So that's the difference between letting your emotional wave kick you around or being able to ride the wave and see it from this different perspective and know where your brakes are and know how to ride it all the way to the shore. So I hope this helped. I hope that this helps you understand the importance of understanding your wave and how it moves and that there is a way to do it, that you can surf the wave, that you can understand how it works for you specifically, not just for everybody else, because everyone's waves are different. There are four different wave patterns, depending on the channels that you have active in your solar plexus. And then also you as an individual, and that's something we teach you to do inside the lab, is help you understand how your particular wave moves and how you can make those empowered decisions. But imperfect action is possible. You just have to do it a little bit differently than everybody else. And one of those things is setting those time limits out further, giving yourself a lot of space, actively uh, digging into a decision. It's not sitting around waiting and doing nothing. It's being an active participant in your life. And you'll notice that you'll start to see how the wisdom over time works, that you are always figuring things out. You just might be a step or two behind emotionally than everybody else. It might take you a little bit longer to come to that clear decision, but it isn't just sitting around waiting and doing absolutely nothing that entire time. It is about giving yourself breaks. It's an art. I hope this inspires you to learn the art and become fluent in the language of your own emotions and your emotional waves so that you can live Understanding how this works and not living where the wave is kicking you around and making you feel like you're drowning. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you loved the episode. If you did, please share it on Instagram, share it with your friends, tell somebody that you love about the show. We would appreciate it. And remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So join us next time where we will take you further on your journey of becoming unshakable with human design. We'll see you in the next one. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.